Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Once again, if you're saying there's too much cheese, good chance I don't want to know you. <laughs> like, I, I just am not going to have interest in you personally. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN is the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-729-3776. We're talking a lot about the game tonight between the Packers and the Lions at Lambeau Field. And this is a game for the Lions that means an awful lot from this standpoint. If you go in and you beat the Packers, you are doing what we expect you to do if you are the Detroit Lions and taking, I hate phrasing it this way, but it really is just this, taking that next step into being a really good team in the NFL. We saw them with a great run at the end of last year. They came up short because they were a little inconsistent and lost a game that they shouldn't have to Carolina. We see them go into Kansas City and win in week one, even though there wasn't Travis Kelsey. They still got it done in a very tough environment, but then they come back and lose at home to Seattle. Are we going to take the Lions seriously if they win a game tonight in Lambeau Field? I will start to, Joe, but the consistency has to be there. It's not just tonight. It's moving forward with a relatively soft schedule. It's next week, not playing down to the level of your opponent when you host Carolina. Lions currently a two-point favorite in this game. In the last 33 meetings between Detroit and Green Bay, how many times do you think Detroit has been favored? And keep in mind, I'm not just talking about Lambeau Field. I'm talking about them meeting anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Last 33 games, how -hmm. many times has Detroit been favored, including tonight? Maybe. Maybe three times. That is exactly right. Really? Now, you see what happens when someone asks a question properly? You get an answer that's the correct answer. That's how it works. There was no ambiguity to the question, and therefore you were able to clear the big, beautiful, bald dome of distraction Mm. and answer appropriately. Just the third time in the last 33 games between these two teams that the Lions have been favored, and they're favored for good reason. This is a no-win situation for the Lions tonight, in my opinion. One You go in there, you win. To your point, you do exactly what you're expected to do. You handle your business. Or you go in there and law lose, and we're going to be all over you for not getting the job done. And there's no excuses here tonight. All right? The Lions can point to several key injuries. Packers have plenty of injuries, too. Both teams are coming in banged up on the offensive line. Both teams have injuries at skill positions. We're not sure necessarily who is going to play and who is not, but we do have several key players on both offensive lines that have already been ruled out of this game. So there's not going to be that, well, you know, we weren't really healthy. You're healthy enough. They're healthy enough. Everyone's battling injuries at this point in the season. Let's go play some football. Two-point favorite tonight. Win the game. Show everyone that you mean business. You're 3-1 and one on the season. You're in firm control of the division. That's exactly what we thought it would be before the year started. But lose this game. 
And by the way, this is a sneaky good game because this Packer team is better than people realized they would be before the season started. Lose this game, and now we're starting to have conversations about whether or not it's going to go Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. And the more things change, the more they stay the same in the NFC North. Yeah, and I don't worry about Dan Campbell getting his team up and ready for a game in a game like this. Agreed. I don't. There's going to be too much there. There's going to be a, a Packer team that even though Aaron Rodgers isn't here, I would think would be still somewhat annoyed that they got taken out at the end of last year because of the Lions beating him in Week 18. I, I would think they'd be annoyed by that. Maybe there's a little bit of payback there. But there's also the Packers establishing themselves as not being written off this year. Everybody has looked at it and just said, Rodgers is gone, this team's done. And it is a pretty good team defensively right now, but that's not nearly a good enough defense to carry the day to seven or eight wins like it might be in New England, right? This is more of a team that needs an offense to be really good or to at least be more than serviceable, and that's what they have been so far. I... I don't think this is, as much as it's a game where Detroit, if you are on that next level, on that top level in the NFC, that you have to go and win, I don't think it's immediately a walkover win. No. No, yeah. God, no. Yeah. This is a, it's a coin flip game. And you need to be a team, if you're going to be the next level version of the Detroit Lions, you need to win coin flip games. That's what it comes down to. That's what so much of this league is about when it comes to jockeying for playoff position. Who's going to win the most coin flip games? The Chargers never win coin flip games. That's the problem with the Chargers. They always make one or two more mistakes than the other team, and they lose the coin flip games. Last year, Minnesota won every conceivable coin flip game they played. 11-0 in one-score games last season, right until they got to the playoffs, and then the Giants handed it to them. The Giants won a bunch of coin flip games last year. And then they got to Philadelphia in the playoffs, and they got rolled. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that when you play in a lot of coin flip games, you're probably not elite, an elite team, right? Like Kansas City's not going to be in a lot of coin flip games. They're going to blow you out. The Eagles aren't in a lot of coin flip games because they blow you out. That's what the great teams do. The good teams are the ones that find a way to navigate these coin flip games, and that's what Detroit's trying to be. I don't think they're trying to be great. They're not there yet, but they can be good, and good means winning more of these coin flip games than losing because you already lost one in overtime on your home field two weeks ago against the Seahawks. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80 on your smart speaker. Uh, Here's the other thing, though. The Lions tonight with a win, don't have much to gain. They have a lot to lose. They they don't have much to gain because they're not going to be considered in that top tier in the NFC. They're not going to be on the same level as San Francisco, as Philadelphia at this point. And, I mean, are we putting the Cowboys up there? I'm certainly not. So no, I, two I th- teams in the top tier. That's it. There's no, and there's not, not a debate about that either. No, no. It's San Francisco and Philly. And then that's it in the top tier. But, but I'll say this, the Packers have more to gain by winning tonight than the lions do. The lions have a whole lot more to lose than the Packers do Packers lose tonight. It's okay. Well, there are going to be some growing pains with Jordan love. That's what that is.
Yeah, because no one's been watching the Packers. The the assumption of the Packers before the season started is that Rodgers is gone. They're not going to be very good. That's already well documented. So week one, you go to Chicago, you play the Bears. No one's really paying all that much attention to that game. It's not like it's a marquee game. And now that it turns out the Bears stink, no one's going to go back and say, wow, really impressive that the Packers put it on the Bears. Everyone's going to put it on the Bears this season. So week number two, you go to Atlanta, play a close game, lose it. Okay, I don't think that was a high-profile game. You lost it, and Atlanta's okay, but they're not necessarily great. Week three, you come home, you play the Saints, you come back in the fourth quarter to win the game, but the Saints aren't considered great, and again, this wasn't exactly a marquee game. Tonight, you're playing primetime football. You're the only game in town, so everyone has an opportunity to get a look at you and Jordan Love, and if you can go out there and play competent football and beat the Lions, there's a lot to gain to your point from that because you're going to start to swing people into saying, and this is how they'll probably lead get up tomorrow, are the Packers for real? Are the Packers the best team in the NFC North? Have we been sleeping on Green Bay? It'll be all those things that some of the gamblers tried to tell you about in August that will come to fruition tomorrow morning if the Packers can bring down the curtain tonight. Especially if they do it without the left side of their offensive line. And with that in mind, Aiden Hutchinson, this is your night. This is your night. You need to go rip it up tonight against backups and put yourself in position to walk away tonight with two and a half sacks. It's one of those games to me. Like, I watched the game the other day uh, with the Rams, and you were just watching their left tackle be an absolute turnstile in that game against Cincinnati. Hutchinson, uh, uh, what's his name? The the defensive, uh, Frederick uh, Hendrickson. Hendrickson Trey Hendrickson. Um, absolutely ripped it up. That's what I expect from Aiden Hutchinson tonight, for him to be that kind of a factor against a backup left side of that line. When we're talking about NFC tiers, and we've got in agreement Philadelphia, San Francisco together in tier one, Dallas in tier two, maybe Detroit in tier three. Maybe they're not with Dallas yet. Maybe they are. There could be some debate there. At what point on the schedule do we start looking at them differently, assuming they're winning? They're at Green Bay tonight. Okay, win that game. Okay, good. You're supposed to. Next week, you host Carolina. You're supposed to win that game. The following week, you'll be at Tampa Bay. Who knows how we view Tampa Bay by that point? If they lose a few more games, you know, that should be another one you go win. Then you're at Baltimore, October 22nd. It feels like if you're, what would it be, 2-1, and 3-1, and 4-1, if you're 5-1 and one going to Baltimore in week 7, and you go handle your business there, I think that's when the narrative really starts to change. I think that would put you in a position where you'd be on a five-game winning streak. You'd be 6-1 and one overall. You'd have wins over Kansas City on the road and Baltimore on the road. And suddenly, we'd be watching you in Week 8 go to Las Vegas for a Monday night game against the Raiders, and a lot of people would be talking about whether or not you're for real in the NFC. Does that sound about right? I got news for you. I got the Packers, the Cowboys, the Lions on the same line right now. I'm not putting the Cowboys in front of the two of them. You're putting the Packers on the same line as the Cowboys right now. Yeah, that's right. And the Lions. Well, no, right I know now. that. I'm yeah. just kind of surprised that the Packers have been elevated that well, high in your it's, it's not even necessarily about being elevated. It's, You're downgrading Dallas. Yeah. Because oh boy, it, it's a hard line that is defined right now between those two. Because we well, go back to what's going on. Who have they beaten? And they just lost to the Cardinals. In a home game, basically, in the desert in Arizona. And you reverted to just who you were last year. Turning it over when it matters the most in the red zone. I'm sorry. You don't get to be on a second line by yourself in my book when you have those other two teams 
who have gone above and beyond in their first three games of the year. The Eagles have barely broken a sweat. You're going to upset the Cowboy fans. Tough. Do you think Cowboy fans feel that they should be elevated above Detroit and Green Bay? Or do you think after last week's loss, they realize that they're not going to get a whole lot of respect right now? Well, they they probably know they're not going to get a whole lot of respect, but there's no doubt that they assume that they are better. No doubt. Yeah, listen, please tell me I'm wrong at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Cowboy fans, feel free to chime in and do your best. I don't think you're going to come up with much that's going to prove me wrong on that front, but whatever. Make it happen. I, I, I welcome your efforts. I would love to hear them, and uh, I know that you're going to walk away disappointed. <laughs> Look at you, just classic troll job right there. I love it. Joe, as the leaves change... Leave the hiring to Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. You know what we got to do next? What's that? Figure out how to make some money on tonight's game, and that's going to be on you, cowboy. On you. Plus... How can the Eastern Conference keep up with the Bucks? It's next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. You're welcome. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, a little recap from Monday's Pizza Money edition. We went three and one, up two units for the day. So overall as a show, 19 wins, 14 defeats, one draw. We are up 3.62 units. So we're in the black. Let's see if we can keep it cooking. Two pizza money picks for you in tonight's Thursday night football game. Number one, we're going to go under 45 and a half points between the Lions and the Packers. What you have here is a situation where at least four offensive linemen will be out between the two teams. I think that means Jared Goff and Jordan Love will be under more pressure than they normally are. And if you look at their statistics, especially Goff's, when it comes to how they fare under pressure, it's not very good. Two teams on a Thursday night, short week, trying to grind the ball down the field without much time to throw deep in the pocket. That's going to be an under 45 and a half selection for me. We're also going to go with a player prop here. Packer tight end Luke Musgrave 
over 37 and a half receiving yards. Not a big number for a guy who's gone over this total in two of his three games this season and is averaging 41 receiving yards per game on the year. The key here is the defense. Detroit's been getting eaten up a little bit by opposing tight ends through three weeks. They've given up 25 receptions and 263 receiving yards to opposing tight ends, which are both most in the NFL. So, your two pizza monies to kick it off, and we've got two more coming later in the show. Luke Musgrave, over 37.5 receiving yards, and the Packers and the Lions as a game going under 45.5 total points. Breaking NBA news, Damian Lillard is on the move. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports he's been traded to Milwaukee. They get a player who's an absolutely dynamic offensive piece. And the concept of Dame Lillard next to Giannis Antetokounmpo, I'm telling you it's as dynamic of a potential duo as we could have seen. This team is not only favorite of coming out of the Eastern Conference, but this team stay healthy. They're going to win the NBA championship. It's hard to argue with that right now because they've got a lot of pieces in place. The only thing they really might have sacrificed in this deal was some defense with Drew Holiday. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. And there's not only the part of it, Joe, that has to do with adding Dame Lillard to Giannis, the dynamic duo that that's going to be, and that doesn't even begin to sell it. But there's also the part now that involves Drew Holiday because Portland does not seem like the long-term place for Drew Holiday to stay, as we hear from Woj in, uh, in this little uh, soundbite here. Portland's next task is to find a team to trade Drew Holiday, and there are no shortage of contenders in the league uh, who would love to make a deal uh, with the Blazers for Drew Holiday. You know, among them, the Celtics, the 76ers in the East, I think the Clippers in the West, but but any team who's trying to win uh, and is trying to uh, really keep up with this arms race now in the East with Milwaukee um, attracting uh, Damian Lillard in this deal. That was Woj on Get Up this morning, and when we uh, have discussed this throughout the course of the show, I'd, I'd say this, Joe. When you have brought up the Celtics as the team that is still the best team in the East, if they went and got Drew Holiday... I'd be more on board with that because I think Drew Holiday would really replace most of the toughness that you lost with Marcus Smart. That is an excellent assessment. And yes, that's what you're looking for. You don't need more scoring in Boston. You have guys who can handle the scoring, especially with the addition of Porzingis, because that that gives you just such an incredible lineup of versatility with your big men. You've got Porzingis, you've got Al Horford, you've got Robert Williams. Given the situation, given putting two of them on the court at the same time, maybe just one, you have scoring options, you have defensive options, you have options that are right down the middle. It's a great spot to be. You bring in Drew Holiday at this point, and that would be a very formidable lineup. This is already a very good defensive basketball team, and that's what we get lost on during the regular season and the Steph Curry three-pointers and the 140 points per game that team teams like Phoenix can score is that ultimately it comes down to the team that can get the defensive stops. And that might sound obvious, but if you go back through the last 20 years of teams that have made the NBA finals, so that would be 40 teams. I don't have the number in front of me, but I think it's something like 38 of those teams have been in the top half of the league in defensive efficiency. And you've got something like 34 of the 40 teams were top 10, top five. Like that's what gets you there. 
You can get deep in the postseason with an average offense, but you're going to need a defense to get stops if you plan on winning. Everyone looks at Denver as a team that was this great offensive juggernaut. They, they had a ton of versatility, but they could also get stops when it mattered. In that shootout series against Phoenix, they were able to limit Phoenix once Booker and Durant weren't shooting a combined, what, like 80% per game. They mm. cooled off a little bit, and that was it. They didn't have another option to go to. So Boston arming up on defense, that'd be great to see given the trajectory of where the East is headed now that Dame's in Milwaukee. The problem I, I see is when we're talking about some of those other teams, you talk about the Knicks. Does Drew Holiday really make a huge difference for the Knicks? I don't see that. I, I, I don't see that. They need more consistent scoring, and they have it with Julius Randle, and they have it with R.J. Barrett, but those guys are just not guys that you rely on enough when you get to the postseason, like Jalen Brunson is the one guy on the Knicks that they can truly rely on in the playoffs. Philadelphia, if he goes to the Sixers, um, I don't know what you're trading away from him. Are you trying to deal Harden in that kind of a deal? I, I don't. Portland would want an expiring contract after this year, but is that attractive right now? Uh, plus any picks that the Sixers have, which is basically none. Uh, Portland is going to trade him away for cheaper than Milwaukee would have in a separate situation, right? But you're going to have to have picks in order to get Drew Holiday. Maybe Miami, Miami could be a place that could it could really work for Holiday. I, I think this is really where you look at the East and this trade shook things up enough. How does Embiid react to this? Does Embiid think he can win Philadelphia right now? With Harden, no, that mess still God, going. No. no chance. If you're if you if you are on that Philadelphia roster and you think you're going anywhere other than a second round exit, at best, you are sorely mistaken with the way you have assembled that team. Sorely mistaken. You are a team that, as soon as you get past the easy opening round phase and you meet a real opponent, that real opponent knocks you out, and it happens every single year. The only reason to believe it would be different this year is that they either don't make the playoffs or they get bounced in the first round. Embiid, I love him. But it ain't working. And I'm not saying he should leave Philly, but all these different permutations they're putting around him are not getting the job done. He and Harden came up woefully short in the playoffs last year. Harden's come up woefully short in the playoffs before. Philadelphia just cannot find a way to close. They need to become killers. And I don't know who the player is that they can bring in that has that sort of mentality, but at some point they're 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 going to have to address just the overall attitude and culture with how they go about their business if they want to have any different result when they get to the postseason. I'll tell you what, there's no reason for me to believe in any other team being in the conference finals behind b- beside the Celtics and the Bucks. None whatsoever. I, you want to talk about the toughness of the Heat and what they always do, that's fine. They lost their shooters. It usually takes some time for them to find their next guys. I don't expect them to be doing much this year. They'll be in the playoffs, but they're not going to do much. I don't expect very much at all from who, – who else am I supposed to buy into? Atlanta? The Knicks? Like, who in the Eastern Conference – Chicago? 
I Who am I supposed to buy into besides I'll, these two teams? I'll throw one other out there. I know it's a long shot. I would look at Cleveland. I would not okay. write Cleveland off just yet. I, I know that they gonna, fl- Mobley's going to get better. I would they agree. Fl- they flamed out in the playoffs, but they've been saying all the right things, that they weren't ready for the bright lights. They weren't ready for the big stage. I think that is a very good learning experience that they went through last year, the way they got worked in the opening round. I think that's a team worth keeping an eye on. Not saying they win the East. I just think they'll be formidable this year. We asked for them, and they delivered. We're going to hear from Cowboys fans on if they belong as the same tier as the Lions and Packers, or are they better than that? This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Prescott looking, now he's throwing in the end zone, it's intercepted. Kazir White intercepted it on a pass to the post and takes a knee for a touchback. Obviously we're disappointed, but this is part of the journey, part of the humbling component of the National Football League. Let's roll, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Dr. Pepper, call in line 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Here come the Cowboy fans. Greg is up in Texas on ESPN Radio. Uh, Greg, fire away, my friend. Punch it up there, E. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Uh, just calling uh, regarding the uh, tears and whatnot. Uh, I get it. I mean, one of y'all is a Cowboy hater. Y'all acknowledge that. The other one hates the fans. For y'all's own reasons. Um, <laughs> y'all have to acknowledge also that the Cowboys did have some injuries that did take a toll on them on uh, Sunday. Not making excuses. That's true. Facts. No, I'll acknowledge that's um, true. Absolutely. Yes. And and also, uh, I heard Joe Walgo say something about the Eagles beating their components. And, uh, I mean, they beat the Eagles by five points. Uh I'm not really amazed by that either. So 
what I'm trying to get at is the Patriots are a good team. I mean, they, they kept to a one-score game against the Dolphins as well. So you have to look at all these all these things, right? So I, I would pump the brakes a little bit on, on concern for the Cowboys. Yeah, listen, uh, injury's still there. They can't lose. And thanks for the call. They can't lose, Joe, to the Arizona Cardinals, You, a team that was trying to tank and seemingly has played hard here, uh, probably more so than we expected, but you can't lose that game. And as far as Philadelphia, they have not played great, and they're 3-0. and I... See, it's not so much for me. I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing. It's not so much the you can't lose the Cardinal game because I'm not expecting you to go 17 and 0. I, I know, no, but you can't lose the Cardinal game. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but you can't you can't lose the manner in way you did. Imagine Prescott has an amazing game and they lose 42-40 on a game-winning Cardinal field goal, and it just turns out the defense had an off day. All right, I've seen the defense look awesome against the Giants. I've seen the defense look awesome against the Jets. I know the defense is going to be solid throughout the course of the year because they were solid last year, and there's reason to believe it'll continue again. So to have an off day, that wouldn't necessarily trouble me. What troubles me is that when you lose the Arizona game and you lose it in the fashion that you've lost so many games in the past, which is Dak Prescott not stepping up in the key spot at the end of the game, that's what worries me. I don't care if it's Arizona, if it's Denver, if it's New England, if it's Philadelphia. Like Prescott and McCarthy are the question marks this season. Can McCarthy manage his timeouts and the game situation late at the end of each half? And can Prescott not give games away when they need him to go out and win them? And when you consistently show us that when you have nights off, those are the guys that are having the nights off. There's no reason for me to believe it's going to be different if you go to Philly in the playoffs or San Francisco. Remember, if you're not a one or a two seed and those guys are, there's a chance in the divisional round you're at San Francisco. And if you somehow win that game, you got to go to Philadelphia afterwards. Like that's a tall order. And we're asking a lot here. We're not talking about the Cowboys as, hey, are they the little engine that could, that could get a playoff berth this year? That's a team like Detroit. Hey, can Detroit finally break through? That's how we talk about Detroit. The Cowboys are a team that we talk about, can they get to the Final Four? Can they get to the Super Bowl? And in order to do that, you're going to go against high-level competition with quality coaching. You need to match that and eventually exceed that, and you have to do it more than one time. And that's been the problem for Dallas for years. So when you lose to Arizona, fine. I don't care if you have a loss. If you, if you go 16-1 and one and the Arizona loss is the loss, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about how you lose because it was Prescott not making plays down the stretch. Chris is next on ESPN Radio. Chris, what's going on? Hey, guys. Watch the show. I've been listening to the show for a long time, Chris. I really uh, you know, appreciate you guys letting me get on here. First and foremost, um, Joe hit it right on the button. Like, almost everything he said, I 100% agree with. I don't think the Cowboys are a top-tier team, but I I think it's for a different reason. Like, um, you know, I've heard Chris Carlin every day for the last year talk about Dak Prescott and how he is not a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. He's not going to be able to do the things it takes down the stretch to – bring the Cowboys home, I I, I 100% disagree with that. I just think that the Cowboys have missed the boat with this offensive line. Like, we've got some good offensive players. We've got some talented defensive players. But, number one, you can't go down to to, uh, Arizona and let people run 250 yards on the ground to you. You can't do that on defense. 
and have an offensive line that's broke down. Number two, the, the, the quarterback is not a quarterback that can make plays without time. He gets happy feet in the back. He's got a talented arm, but his accuracy is questionable. But when he gets happy feet, his, his, he, he doesn't process as well. We know, we see it every time he gets into the playoffs, he gets in trouble. He needs a game-winning drive. He's got to go down and do it. And uh, he just doesn't do it. But Chris, anyway, Chris, here's the uh, problem, though. You're, you're making my point for me here. And, and all of those things would lead you to believe that Dak is not capable of being a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. And I, I know that you think that he is. But it's hard to believe that when we have evidence to the contrary. This is seven years, Joe, in the league. It's not two. It's not three. It's seven. I would love to weigh in here, but he started the call by agreeing with me and talking about how smart I was, and I checked out right after that. I, I, I just blacked out through the rest of the call. I have very little to say in regards to what happened after that. How much time per day? You know, like it's been a, a TikTok thing of how much time a day uh, people think about uh, men thinking about the Roman Empire. Uh, how much time a day do you spend thinking about you being right? Oh, wow. That's a great question, because there's basically two parts to my day. There's the part where I'm not currently being dressed down by my wife, which is when I'm being told I'm wrong. Right. And then there are the parts where I'm not around her and I'm thinking about how right I was, but how I just wasn't able to win the argument. So that's what it is. So, oh. so half, maybe half the day. But you got to take out the eight hours of sleep and time with the kids and things like that. So when you do, it's really just a matter of, am I currently talking to her? Because if I am, I'm wrong. If I'm not talking talking to her, I'm thinking about how I'm right. It is, I'll tell you what, it is pretty tough to walk away just knowing you wave the white flag in one of those arguments, knowing you're right, but then just wanting to get it over with and not deal any further. Right. It's not all the time, but when it does happen... And you're waving that flag. Uh, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm but such an idiot. You're... I don't even know what I was thinking when I yeah. suggested such a thing. Yeah. Which I didn't. You were prodding me, and I had to say something, so I said something, and it ended up being tactically stupid. And you know you were right, Yeah. but can't do it. Young that... men don't understand that. Young Joe Fortenball made that mis- walked into that trap and made that mistake every day. <laughs> Older Joe Fortenball... And it's like a 50-50. I've at what least would, figured out would, half the time. What would older Joe Fortenbaugh tell younger Joe Fortenbaugh just about life today? Just shut up. Just say less. <laughs> say less. The, it's, uh, what is it? There's the, the, the Frank Lucas comment from Denzel Washington in that movie American Gangster when he's talking to his one buddy and he says, the loudest guy in the room is the weakest guy in the room. I would yep. play that for him. And I'd be like, just stop. And he'd be like, well, wait, I talk on radio and tv for a living you got to give all that up man you got to give it all up yeah monastery in in nepal is is in your future <laughs> that would be the advice. i would tell myself just take a minute <laughs> just take a minute before you eat that just take a minute before you send that text just take a minute just take a minute carly versus joe espn radio this is the carlin versus joe podcast on espn radio 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Ryder Cup gets underway in Italy on Friday. Two final bets for you, pizza money style. Number one, you can make a bet right now regarding Sunday's singles format. All 12 golfers for both teams play on Sunday. They go out in singles. They haven't announced what the order will be yet. That happens Saturday night. You can make a bet that Rory McIlroy will be the first European golfer off in singles. It's plus 150. He's the favorite. I'm betting it. He's been the first one off in Sunday singles in each of the last four Ryder Cups for the European team. They like to start with Rory. He's their guy. Plus 150. I think this should be closer to even money. So pizza money number three, Ryder Cup. Rory McIlroy, first European golfer off on Sunday, plus 150. Number two, some of you will be mad at this, but it's what I call the freedom hedge. I'm betting the Euros to win this thing at minus 105. If the Euros win, I make money. If the Euros lose, America wins. It's a freedom hedge. I win either way. If it's a draw, the Americans retain the cup, and we're all good. I'm coming away with something here one way or another. So we're betting Rory first off on Sunday, plus 150. We're betting the Euros at minus 105. Joe, why do you hate America? Sometimes to stay ahead of the pack, you need to roll a little different. Pick giant losers. Let's pick some losers. Losers! I'm sorry. It just felt like it for a moment. But it's a Joey Can't Lose Day. That's what that is for Sunday. Freedom Hedge. Freedom Hedge. Let's roll. Lions at Packers. Tonight, it is the Detroit Lions. They are a two-point favorite in Green Bay. Packers will lose this game tonight. Dan Campbell is not going to lose this game. Uh, He will get the Lions ready, and specifically because uh, the Lions uh, have the advantage with that offensive line for Green Bay, uh, missing two starters on the left side. Big night tonight for Aiden Hutchinson. The Packers lose tonight. I have bet the under in this game. I have no money on the side. I want to make that very clear. This is just a thought. I'm not actually putting my money behind it. I lean to Green Bay winning and Detroit losing. The Mm. crowd noise, Jared Goff playing outside, Jared Goff playing behind a banged-up offensive line, I think could lead to a few problems for the Lions in a very tight game where Green Bay finds a way to eke it out late so the Lions go on and lose this game. Buccaneers at Saints. The Saints, three-point favorites home for Tampa Bay. I expect the Saints... Boy, it's even painful saying this. Uh, I expect the Saints to play well. (laughs) 
I'm like a little queasy saying that, but Tampa Bay loses this game. The Saints, after this past week, that had to be incredibly disappointing to blow that lead up in Green Bay. The Saints are quickly becoming my least favorite team to actually watch right now because they're not entertainment, not entertaining at all. Uh, They're not bad, but they're boring. And Joe, and that's problematic, but they are better than Tampa Bay Bucks lose. Definitely taking the points with the Bucks, and I would say the Saints lose this game. The Saints are dreadful to watch. You are absolutely right. Just dreadful. Barely eked by Tennessee in the opener. Barely eked by Carolina on, what was that, a Monday night football game, and then they go up and they blow the lead in the fourth quarter to the Packers. They're not good. They're not well coached. They're not well quarterbacked. Derek Carr's battling an injury. I like this Tampa team. They've got some fight. I think they're undervalued coming off that loss to Philadelphia. Who hasn't lost to Philadelphia this year? Saints lose that game. Dolphins at Bills. The Miami Dolphins are, is it Dolphins two and a half point favorites or Buffalo? Buffalo two and a half half point favorites in this game. Uh, Buffalo is going to lose. Miami is going to go on the road. It's going to be 77, a beautiful in Buffalo. And if you're the Dolphins, you've coming off a 70 point game. Everybody say, well, letdown. 70 points. There'll be no letdown. I think the Bills are going to get smoked like a salmon in this game. Lay in the two, two and touchdown a, game. Lay in the two and a half with Buffalo. Miami loses this game. Miami overvalued coming into this matchup based on what we just saw. Now their offense blew out Denver, who's lousy, and blew out the Chargers, who's lousy. But we did see them on the road against a good New England defense, and while they won, remember, twenty-four points, good output, but not as explosive as we've seen in the other games. This is their third road game in four weeks. They've played Buffalo before last December in that matchup in the regular season when Tua was healthy. Buffalo was laying seven. Now they're only laying two and a half. That's a monster adjustment, in my opinion, and it gives you value on Buffalo. So I'd lay the two and a half points. Bills can score. The Bills defense will be the difference. They'll get one or two key stops in this game. Ravens at Browns. Browns three-point favorites at home. I am rolling with the uh, Cleveland Browns here. The Baltimore Ravens will lose this game. The Cleveland Browns defense is exceptional. If you're not watching them right now, you are missing out. Baltimore, on the flip side, they're getting some guys back. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum, Ronnie Stanley Stanley were both practicing this week. Uh, It could be OBJ back this week. I don't think it's going to be enough. Cleveland's defense is really, really, really good. And their offense was more acceptable this past week. Let's put it that way. It was the best game so far that we've seen from Deshaun Watson. Man, this is tough. I like the under in this game. I think that's a good bet. Haven't done anything with the side. Lean to Baltimore, which means I see Cleveland losing this game. I want to believe in Cleveland. I did before the season started. Watson has not been very good. Baltimore coming off a loss, and they're getting healthier. I think they're going to get a, give you a much better effort here. Ultimately, it's going to come down to which quarterback can make plays, and I think you're going to get more from Jackson than you do from Watson. Cleveland loses this football game. Broncos at Bears. This is known as the because we're contractually obligated game between <laughs> these two teams. The Bears three and a half point favorites. Loser leaves town, Carlin. This is a loser leaves town matchup. Can we relegate a team that loses this game? I'd rather do that. Yeah, they could leave town. That's great. But people really in watching this game should be paid. They should be paid 
to watch this game. Greeny said this morning on Get Up, felons should be sentenced to watch this game. (laughs) I understand it across the board. Guess what? Denver Broncos lose this game. I think this will be a game where Fields has a good day running the football. Uh, For me, three and a half points, boy, that kind of feels like a gift. But I'm still, uh, at the same time, unable to physically and mentally wrap myself around betting on the Denver Broncos anytime soon they lose. Just a heads up, the point spread is wrong. Denver's a three-and-a-half-point favorite, not Chicago. Ah, Chicago is a home dog. even more so Denver loses. How about that? Think about this. A team that just got beat by 50 points is laying three-and-a-half points on the road. That is what Vegas thinks of you, Chicago. That is an absolute insult. Bears lose this game. I I, I, it's, I think we all lose with this game, but the Bears actually lose in the standings. We, we all do lose. All Carlin lose. versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. So it's the under tonight for you is the play. Under tonight is the play. Uh, Musgrave, Luke Musgrave, the tight end going over 37 and a half as well. Bingo. I'm on board. Let's make some cash. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN radio. You can listen to Carlin versus Joe weekdays from noon to three Eastern on ESPN radio, the ESPN app and on Sirius XM channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin versus Joe podcast.